Hello, world. I'm Dave Holmes. Welcome to Troubled Waters, the show that treats popular culture as the most important kind of culture, because it could potentially be the one that bums you out the least, or the most. These days, truly, it's up in the air. Back in the before times, Troubled Waters would pit two teams of comedians against one another in a pop culture battle royale, but now, teaming up with someone outside your quarantine pod is definitely frowned upon, more frowned upon than actually trying to play a prank on another human being as an adult. Don't do it. Uh, so for now, it's one comic against another to win this battle. Each comic will be called upon to use their smarts, their rhetorical skills, the comebacks they have been saving in a tiny moleskin notebook for the last two years to the day to earn the coveted Troubled Waters title, Pundit Emeritus. That'll automatically give a person's opinion on, say, Dolly Parton turning down the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame more weight than a civilian's. You're listening to Troubled Waters. Speaking of Dolly, I made a joke about uh, on Twitter about how like what Dolly is saying by turning this down is like I feel the the hot ray of your thwarted Betty White energy being slowly pointed towards me. I'm good. I don't need it. It it went viral. Now the point when you're a writer on Twitter is to have something that goes viral, and your prize if you get that is that your joke uh, gets in front of the stupidest idiots in the entire fucking world. And I know that I <laughs> said the word stupidest wrong. Like, I, I th that's how strongly I feel about it. That I have a lot of Dolly defenders now in my mentions saying like, no, she said what she meant. Okay, fucking settle down. Anyway, our first contestant is a comic. He hosts the Downside Podcast. It's our friend, John Marco Ceresi. Hi. I'm, listen, I think, I think Dolly uh, turned it down because she's got too many awards. She's, she's got to it. She's got she's it wasn't a matter of anything. She just looked at the shelves and said, where would I put it? Yeah, they're sagging under the weight of too many awards, too much acclaim. She's the greatest. But like, yeah, settle down, settle down. I'm amazed that her fans are 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 young enough to know how to use Twitter. You're probably getting uh, a lot of strange, yeah. <laughs> strange typed responses with with full uh, gr grammar. That's how you can yeah, tell. Yeah, totally. And signed. <laughs> like, Mike. Okay, no, I can see because it's that's your name. Uh, John Marco, you are bringing a, a tank top energy to the table today, and I appreciate it. Thank you. Listen, New York, New York, it is it is a crisp 55 degrees Fahrenheit today. Mm -hmm. And unlike mm -hmm. you, you unappreciative uh, uh, people in L.A., this is a, a wonderful time for us. So it the is, tank tops are out, the shorts, the Crocs. It's beautiful. Mm. Get into it. Thank you for being here. My pleasure. Our second contestant, also a comic. And by the time you are hearing this, her debut album, We're Done Now, is out. It's Irene, too. Hello, Irene. Hi, how are you? How are you? Congrats on the album. Thank you. I appreciate that. Everything good? Um, I mean, I'm not wearing a tank top, but everything is good. No. But you do have uh, a clothes washer and dryer right behind you. Yeah, the people can't can't feel that energy in the audio, mm -hmm. but I have an in-unit washer dryer that I run yeah. at two in the morning. Oh, yeah, you do. Love it. Yeah, you do. What a luxury. Where are you? Um, I'm in Burbank. In Burbank. Okay. That's a Burbank amenity if I've ever seen one. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, sure. I don't live by the beach, but I can wash my clothes whenever I want. Any time of the day, 
You can wear the same thing twice in a row. Wash it in between. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why I would do that, but yeah, I could. <laughs> you could. You could. If I I'd had an in-unit machine, I'd have one outfit, and that would be yeah. it. <laughs> I'd, I'd put it in at night, I'd go to sleep naked, wake up, and it's ready to go. There you go. Put it on. Go to town. Better be a tank top. Yep. Uh, okay. Now you have met our players. It is time for them to show me who has the better grasp of what really matters this week in the world of pop culture. So players, if you're ready, you will be given a chance to tell me what you think is the most important or tragically overlooked story or person or event of the last week or two. John Marco, we'll start with you. All right, everyone survived. Let's put this out there first. Everyone survived okay. this story. It's a happy ending. Happy ending. There were two people that were stabbed at the Museum of Modern Art in New what? York City. Shut. And I mean, it's, it's just so rare that there's something in that museum worth seeing. It was, wow. uh, uh, it was I, I guess, uh, it was a former member came in. Uh, his membership was denied. It had expired. And let me tell you, the MoMA, it's, it's $25 entry into the MoMA. And suggested look, or you have to? No, you have to. That's the Met. Oh, the Met boy. suggested the MoMA. Okay. The MoMA, for, it's the one thing they don't leave up to interpretation is the uh -huh. amount of money it takes to get in. And uh, uh, this this guy, I guess he was very upset, and he uh, he he started stabbing, and uh, but everyone was fine. The 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 woman at the desk, uh, one of the the stab stab stabbies, uh, one of the one stabbies of the stabbed, yeah, uh, tweeted something like, "I get hazard pay." So that's that's, that's nice. That's um, a fun piece of business. And uh, uh, yeah, it's just a wild. The MoMA. That's not a place I'm on guard. I, I, oh. I, but now I'm going to be more careful. Wow. And, and, and it wasn't like an immersive experiential art piece. It was just a, a real stabber. They con they contacted uh, uh, Marina Abramovic and they mm -hmm. said, is this you? Is this your doing? And she, she said, no, it's not me. She, she yeah. would definitely do something like that. She would do something where like she, she stabbed herself and everyone said, oh, this, this is art, not self-harm. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Twitter, somebody uh, photoshopped a picture of her on Hot Ones. Oh my god! Which is god. just a hilarious idea. Uh, and I and I posted it. And, and again, every stupid idiot in the world was like, "Oh, did she do that show?" No, no, she didn't fucking do that show. <laughs> it's the joke is that she would go on and just stare. I wish Hot Ones would have more obscure people like her on it. I was a yeah. big fan. Like I listen. I used to be an actor. I'm into the artsy fartsy. And then you I used saw. To be. Well, yeah, you. It's been a while since I booked. I mean, you know, at a certain point. You got to call it like you see around. it. <laughs> yeah. But then Marina Abramovic, she she did like an ad. What are those little puffy pastries? It's a little circle. They come in different colors. What are they called? A donut? No, not a donut. They're very small. <laughs> They're very small. They have something in the middle. Oh, like a macaron? Yes, a macaron? A macaron. She, okay. She did an advertisement for, for macaroons. Macaroons. Macron, that's the guy in France. Macaroon. Yeah, Macron is the guy in France. Macaroon? But, yeah, it's macaron or... I guess I guess here America, in America we call them macarons. And and uh, she did like an advertisement for it and it was very artsy and and moving and I was like, "Oh, now I think you're you're full of shit." Everyone in the art world is full of shit. <laughs> even Marina. Uh even Marina. Yeah. Even Marina. Even Don Henley. Everybody. Uh all right, Irene, what you got? <laughs> what matters? Um yes, you know what matters most? Didn't even know about it till I looked it up last night that Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson are Instagram official. Oh, that got lost in the shuffle. Had no idea. Yeah, John Marco just made a surprise face as well. I don't know how we didn't hear about this. Wow. 
Do they have a portmanteau? Do they have, like, because it was like Kimye. Yeah, I think they've been waiting for this to be Instagram official before they gave them a portmanteau. Okay, what is it? Because I haven't heard mm. it yet. I haven't either. We should give it to them now. And then and then copyright the t-shirts. Copyright the t-shirt. <laughs> Make an NFT somehow. I still don't know what that means. And we'll be billionaires. Pim? Yeah. And I don't know if you saw this too. This was my second thing was Pete Davidson is also going to go to space. Yes. On the next Amazon thing. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Uh, how much time are they... S- I don't feel confident about this relationship. I, I, I don't feel confident about anything. I mean, I still don't know if it's real, yeah. real, but. Yeah, I agree. I agree. They did post about yeah. it. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I just, I truly, he's such an, an enigma to me. I don't find him particularly funny. Um, he must be the greatest conversationalist in the entire world. I've I've never he's living the, the comedian's dream. He's getting more famous each day without ever writing new material. Mm-hmm. It really is. I, I, he, he's living the coolest life. The coolest life ever. The coolest. He's life. been on SNL for coming on 10 years. I could not. If you gave me all day to think of a sketch that he was in or a character he played, I couldn't do it. It's very odd. He played he played Cuomo. He played okay. Cuomo. Sure. OK. <laughs> Sure, fine. Um, all right, so so are we just calling this Pete? Pim? Pim? Yeah, I was trying Pim's to think cup? of the... P- P- Pim? Pim. Pim? Pim it is. Stabs versus Pim on this episode <laughs> of Troubled Waters. Let's get into it. Those are your buzzing words, BT dubs. Okay, keep them at the ready. You will need them as we move forward. We are starting this show with a game we're calling Sonic the Screenhog. On April 8th, the sequel to the Sonic the Hedgehog movie will be out in theaters, which will remind a lot of our listeners and me that there was a first Sonic the Hedgehog movie. I remember that he had teeth briefly and then they had to redesign the whole thing. Is that, am I? Yeah, they released a trailer and he looked horrified. He did look spooky. Scary, too, too human. Yeah. And people complained so much that they delayed the entire movie and redid the entire animation. It was wild. Just to get rid of the teeth? It was everything. It was like the whole design was trying to make it kind of real. Yeah. And people were like, ew, That's not no. what we come to Sonic for. What, what no. we come to Sonic for, I don't actually know. But that's not it. Anyway, these films are hardly the most ridiculous thing Sonic has ever been involved in. There's a long and bizarre history of Sonic projects that is without including the non-canon Sonic fan art that swings between Christian affirmations and much more hardcore porn than you would imagine. Although I guess you would imagine a decent amount of hardcore porn, uh, this being the internet. Anyway, this round is quite simple. We will name a project or a character affiliated with Sonic the Hedgehog. You tell us whether it is real or something that our writers made up. Number one, Sonic Spinball, an action pinball game featuring Sonic as a living pinball. That's Stab, that's a real one. That is a real one, that is a real one. The game was rushed through production so that they could have a Sonic game in the year between Sonic 2 and Sonic 3. It's a four level game. It features Sonic attempting to break through a pinball defense system in a fortress. Sonic, <laughs> spinball. Number two, and again, your buzz in words. Stabs and Pim. Uh, number two, The Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, an animated TV series starring Urkel Jaleel White as Sonic the Hedgehog. Pim. Yes, Irene? Not true. That is true. It was a Looney Tunes-inspired show launched at the same time as another Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon series, which was aimed at older kids. You know, a darker, grittier Sonic. Uh, also featuring Jaleel White. I haven't seen wow. a single Sonic, I'm going to be honest. So, either. 
And even like trying to play the game, it's like it moves too fast. I can't do it. It makes me yeah. feel old. Mm-mm. Always did. Number three, the Sonic the Hedgehog Chili Dog Protein Shake. Stabs. Yeah. That's false. That's true. No! It was a a recipe tweeted out by the official Sonic the Hedgehog Twitter account in 2019. Uh, And then later, uh, Sonic Protein Shaker Cups were released as promotional items for the last movie. Number four. Sonic Chronicles The Dark Brotherhood, a fantasy adventure role-playing video game. Pim. Pim. Irene. This one's got to be not true. It is true. Oh, uh, it was my developed God. By Are Bioware. these all true? I don't know. You can't ask ahead, that. I didn't. Irene, you can't ask that during the, the game. <laughs> yeah, no, I also that couldn't was rhetorical. Reveal. That was yeah. rhetorical. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, it was made by Bioware. They made a lot of uh, D&D and Star Wars role-playing games. Sega thought there would be an interest in a similar Sonic game. They were wrong. Uh, number six. The Sonic Boom Chili Dog Slam from Denny's Sonic the Hedgehog menu. Stabs. Yes. This cannot be true. It is false. We finally hit a false one. Denny's is known for very weird tie-in menus for projects like the Hobbit films, but their Sonic tie-in was just collectible plush toys for sale in the lobby, which you probably remember, right? Mm. Oh, yeah. Big Denny's. Definitely. Late nights at Denny's after the spring musical. Ah, yes. (laughs) Yeah. I can see this for you. Were you a high school theater kid? Oh, of course it was a theater kid. Of course you were, yeah. You could tell. I yeah, look yeah, like yeah. before I talk, I whisper to myself, a five, six, seven, eight. Yes. I, yes. Uh, but we, we were more, we were more uh, uh, a pot belly. We went to like, we had a late night pot belly. Oh, I see. Us. I see. Ooh, okay. I do That's a regional belly. thing. Okay. Number six, Rouge the Bat, a curvy, sexy female bat who is both a jewel thief and a government spy. Stabs. Yes. True. True. Rouge is considered a member of Team Dark. Uh, and his arrival to Knuckles from the Sonic world. Who's, who's in the new movie? Yeah, I don't know what that Idris Elba, being, Idris Elba is playing Knuckles in the new movie. Very excited. I bet. Number seven, Sonic the Hedgehog VR Fitness, an Oculus Quest game where users can grab rings while doing high-speed simulations in a workout. Pim. Mm-hmm, Irene? True? False. Not yet, anyway. Fans have created their own uh, Sonic VR games uh, because who doesn't love a little motion sickness? Uh, has anyone used an Oculus? I, I just was sent an Oculus, and it's Ooh. the weirdest fucking thing in the world. Is it fun? No, I haven't. It looks like a lot on the face. Is it? Is it pleasant? It's a lot on the face. It's not 100% pleasant. Um, <laughs> I have done... Oh, Christian's wow. holding up his. Wow. Um, I have done, like, a roller coaster simulators, and I fell Ooh. down. Sure. Because um, it's, really? it's very real. It's very real. I um, got to tell you, maybe it's for you you folks in L.A., but in my little New York apartment, there's no room to be walking around, no. swinging my arms freely. No. Even here, we got to move furniture. It's a whole thing. It's very weird. But there's some good, like, fitness stuff on there. Um, let me do an impression. So I got it while uh, my partner Ben was out of town, and I played with it for five days. And uh, and then and I was like, I couldn't wait to show him. And I'm going to do my impression of Ben and the Oculus. No, like he put it on his head for one half of one second, and that was that was that was that. Number eight, Sonic the Hedgehog: Wonders of the World, a 1996 film in which Sonic meets a child struggling with his parents' divorce and takes him on a world tour. Stabs. Yes. False. False. That is correct. You have cracked the code, my friend. A script for the film was written, uh, but the movie was canceled after a couple years. MGM Studios dropped out of developing it. Yeah. As a child of multiple divorces, I know all 
divorce media, and I would have known. Mm-hmm. I would have. I would have loved that movie. Had that actually been brought to market, you would have been the target market. Okay, uh, number nine, Sonic Unleashed, a game in which Sonic deals with his dark, bestial side, Sonic the Werehog. Bam. Yes. False. True. Oh, oh my, my god. I'm losing god. so badly. Real game. Re- uh, released on multiple systems, it was not very popular because of the Werehog stuff. Uh, which... I was like, Werehog? That's gotta be fake. That's, nope. It's wow. got to be real. Hilarious. At the end of that round, John Marco, you got three. Irene, none for you just yet. <sighs> but it's early. It's early. Perhaps our second round will be more to your liking. It's a round we're calling Competitive Anecdotes. Pranks for the Memories edition. In Competitive Anecdotes, We like to take that wonderful tool for human social bonding, the anecdote, and add an element of cutthroat competition. It's very simple. Both of our contestants will tell us a story based on a theme, and the best anecdote as judged by me will win. So to celebrate April Fool's Day, this episode, we are asking you for your best anecdote about pranks. Maybe a great prank, maybe a prank gone wrong, maybe a prank done to you, maybe a prank you did to someone else. If you do not have such an anecdote, you can make some shit up. I'll never know. Uh, and anyone can start. Okay, I'll, I'll go. Uh, mm-hmm. I, speaking of my theater kid uh, roots, mm-hmm. the, the closing night show, we always would do some prank to one of the actors on stage. I was doing Little Shop of Horrors, and mm-hmm. uh, the end you of act- Seymour. Yes, of course. Obviously. Of course, obviously. I've never met a, a clearer scene in my life. <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal like, played it on Broadway, and I was like, Jake Gyllenhaal, you can't be good-looking yeah. and play Seymour. That is so oh, offensive Oh, you're good-looking and you played Seymour? I am, I am, I'm off-kilter, though. Jake Gyllenhaal is stunning. He's, he's yeah. stunning. It's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was hoping you'd say you're stunning, too, but no. Uh, and I honestly, I didn't want to push it, but I thought it. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so at the end of act one, Seymour kind of gives into the plant's demands and feeds him Mushnik, his, his overseer. And uh, he feeds the body parts one by one to this giant puppet on stage. And uh, for my closing, the closing night, I went to get my bucket of props. There's dark lighting, music, rock and roll underneath. I go to get my bucket and it is filled with only dildos. Just dozens of dildos. Dozens <laughs> of dildos. Just, and there's just one guy that I killed in the play so far, but he apparently had 12 penises and oh, I had to feed them dicks. one by one to the plants. Wow. That's a good prank. That's a very good prank. Irene, can you top it? Um, sure. Well, when I was a kid, um, one of my relatives came to stay with us for a little bit, and she wouldn't let me play on the computer with her. This was in the 90s. Um, you know, desktop computer, wanted to play a little game. She wouldn't let me play the games with her, um, so I got uh, mad. And uh, as a prank, I uh, put uh, soap in her um, contact solution. Wow. She's fine. <laughs> okay, I, I was waiting. Like how? But like after oh, I, how I mean, long was she fine? <laughs> I didn't see the result of the prank, but uh-huh. in my mind, it was truly hilarious. Wow. Very so, fun. John Marco got a bag of dicks. You blinded your cousin. Not my cousin. Maybe like an aunt or I don't know. She's older okay. than me. But, okay. Uh, she's fine. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Good lord. These were both brutal. But. I have three points to give, and I got to give it to the bag of dicks. 
by the the stunning, especially in a tank top, John Marco Ceresi. So, Thank you. hold on, let me let me update. Let me update. One, two, three, four. Okay, John Marco, you got six. Irene, still nothing, but it's early going. We're gonna take a little break. We'll be right back with more troubled waters. Hi, I'm Biz, host of One Bad Mother. Whether you're a parent or just know kids exist in the world, join us each week as we honestly share what it's like to be a parent. I signed my stepson up for a camp that is actually in another state. I feel really stupid, and I don't think we're going to get the money back. And then he found out that the car manual is a book about cars, so now he's reading our car manual. We have... <sighs> So join us each week as we judge less, laugh more, and remind you that you are doing a great job. Download One Bad Mother on MaximumFun.org, and yes, there will be swears. Welcome back to Troubled Waters. I am Dave Holmes. With us are John Marco Ceresi, Irene Too. How are we feeling? It's, it is, uh, it's just become spring. We have sprung forward an hour. How how is life, Irene? How are you dealing with daylight savings? Uh, it's brutal. It I, uh, I wish I was still asleep right now. Mm-hmm. Barely made it up. Mm-hmm. Same, John Marco. You know what's so wonderful is I did not know it was daylight savings, so I didn't have to deal with that being upset about it. I found out later yeah. in the day on Sunday, someone was like, "Did you know we lost an hour last night?" I was like, "Oh no, I didn't." And it was one of those yeah, moments. All I'm your like, clocks reset themselves. Well, also, I never, I never changed my microwave or any of the other clocks last <laughs> mm-hmm. time, so it's kind of like, yeah, they're right again. Yeah, and I didn't have to do anything. <laughs> I love it. I, um, I'm struggling. I became a 5 a.m. boy in 2022, and now that means Why? like hours of darkness in the morning. It's bananas. 5 a.m. Now, were you always an early morning or is that like a getting older thing? Over time, I became more of a morning person. And this year I was just like, well, let's just go all the way. Let's just do it. Um, And it's it's great. It gives me extra time in the day to like meditate and journal and do all that, you know, L.A. shit. And it like keeps me out of trouble on the weeknights. Usually. Yesterday was my birthday. So last night I was up late. The wheels came off this morning. But otherwise, (laughs) I'm a 5 a.m. guy. And so I Happy sit birthday. truly in total darkness. But watching a sunrise, it's good shit. Yeah. It's real yeah. good shit. All right, our next round is called Sounds Like a Party. It is spring. It is time for spring break. When, according to all American movies, students take a break from studying. They party way too hard. They drink way too much with hilarious non-health-threatening circumstances, consequences, whatever, to mark this hallowed time of the year. We've put together a round all about party films. We've cut together a series of audio clues to the titles of some of the most famous movies, which feature a P-A-R-T. Why? Because we have to do rounds about something. So if we were to play these sound effects. Our drummer, whom we affectionately refer to as Animal. Animal. That's his name, actually. And sometimes the best gift is the gift of never seeing you again. Okay, all right. Uh, That would be Animal House. Animal. Oh. And then Hugh Laurie as Dr. Uh, I don't know, Fred House, whatever his fucking name was on that show. Okay. But you get it, right? So it's like a rebus, but sounds. Now yes. you get it. Now, now I get it. it. Okay. Get it. Point values are doubled in this round because I said so, because I like to party. 
Uh, Rebus number one is in two parts. Part two. Three point one four one five nine. Oh, I, uh, stabs. Yeah, uh, yeah. American Pie. Somebody has caught on. Two points to you, American Pie. All right. Number two, also in two parts. I like this game. Part two. Oh, God. I'm trying to place that first one. I'm forgetting which of the big epic movies it is. Oh, I got it. It stabs. Super bad. Yes. Super bad. Super bad. Super bad. Okay. Uh, Number four comes in one part. I got a hangover. Whoa. I've been drinking too much for sure. I got it. Stabs. Mm -hmm. Yep. Hangover. The hangover. The hangover. The hangover. Oh, that I was, was like, that can't possibly listen, be the answer. Sometimes it's just very straightforward, Irene. Okay. That one I could have gotten. Yeah. Well, but. D- didn't, didn't know it was like that. All right. Almost doesn't count. All right. Yeah, all right. On troubled waters. Okay, number five is in two parts. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead stabs I'm gonna guess it. Okay. Are you gonna take a stab? Wedding crashers, wedding crashers it is. John Marco, absolutely running away with this. And finally, number seven. Second clue. It's two clues. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Doc. Uh, are you telling me that you built a time machine? A movie I frankly forgot about. Uh. Hmm. Water, sea. Bubbling, bubbling. Bubbling, boil, steam, water. Ooh, I'm, I'm. You're, you're, you're all around it. Ocean. And yet not there. Oh, sea. I, I, I. I was trying to, I was trying to go with Brooke, but then I don't um, think that's a movie. A bubbling Brooke. The yeah. next word's got to be. Brooke party movie. Future. Yeah. I was like, that's not a movie. Something future mm-hmm. or something time. Mm-hmm. Water time. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, uh. Party time. <laughs> party. Yeah, it was party time. I don't got this one. I'm sorry. Okay. Hot tub time machine. Oh. Hot tub time machine. That's good. That's uh, good. Yeah. That's on yeah. me. Solid. All right. At the end of that round, John Marco's got 14. Irene still with nothing. I mean, hey, if I can go this whole show get nothing, that I, you would know, be truly never, a feat. We've never had a full shutout on this show. That's this what I'm saying. I'm here to I'm here to really just uh make my mark on the show. Okay. <laughs> you may be written in the pages of Troubled Waters history. <laughs> we'll find out after this short break. Now 
Hey there, beautiful people. I'm Travel Anderson. And I'm Jared Hill. We are the hosts of Fanti, the show where we have complex and complicado conversations about the gray areas in our lives, the things that we really, really love sometimes, but also have some problematic feelings about. Yes, we get into it all. You want to know our thoughts about Nicki Minaj and all her foolishness? We got you. You want to know our thoughts about gentrification and perhaps some positive? question mark Uh aspects of gentrification we get into that too every single thursday you can check us out at maximumfun.org listen you know you want it honey so come on and get it (laughs) period welcome back to troubled waters i am dave holmes i am here with john marco ceresi and irene too it is now time for our final game it is one that we call pirate or con artist HBO is currently airing the pirate-themed comedy series Our Flag Means Death, continuing showbiz's romantic obsession with high seas piracy. But since it is also our April Fool's Day episode, it's a good time to celebrate the other most favorite thief archetype, the con artist. So in this round, I am going to give you the name of an actor. You will tell me if they have played a pirate or a con artist or both. Irene, this may be difficult because you have seen... Very few movies. What are the handful of movies you've seen? I mean, I've seen The Hangover, which, okay. again, didn't get that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. I have seen Hot Tub Time Machine. Didn't get that one either. Not. Um, seen all the Harry Potters. Mm. So that, mm-hmm. that rounds out the whole list. That's, That's eight it. movies. Yeah. Wow. Eight in those all right. two. All right. Okay. All right. Here we go. Um, you can also steal some extra points on this one if you get an answer wrong. You can earn some bonus points at my discretion if you can successfully convince me of a project where they indeed played the part that we missed. Uh, We don't have IMDb Pro. We're too cheap for it. So if you sound convincing, we will just go for it. Number one, (laughs) Nicolas Cage. Has he played a con artist or a pirate? Or both? Pim. Yes, Irene. Both. Incorrect. He has only played a con artist, but you can get points if you can make up a convincing sounding Nicolas Cage pirate movie. Pirates of the Caribbean, the knockoff. They call it yeah. the knockoff in the title. Wow. Yeah, it's it's like it's the it's the movie you get when you when you're walking down the street and they sell you those bootleg DVDs. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's uh, Nicolas Cage instead. Wow. Yeah, they I only wish. sell them in China. Okay. Okay. When yeah. Walking down yeah. that street yeah. in China, they put it right in your hands. Okay. I, no points for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, can I go negative? Do we do? You negative might. Points? I don't know. We'll find out. Uh, number two, Dustin Hoffman. Uh, oh, uh, 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 Stabs. Yes. Uh, pirate. Yes. I, yeah. Do you remember what? Hook. Yes, there glorious you go. Glorious movie. What a glorious movie. Hook. What a glorious movie. He also uh, was the mark for a team of con artists led by Ed Burns in the movie Confidence. Mm. There you go. Uh, number three, Rachel Weiss. The question is, who is Rachel Weiss? I know, right? <laughs> Couldn't. I mean, I only know her from that gay movie that came out what gay movie i forgot what it's called but no you didn't see it plays like a secret lesbian well it didn't look good oh was it the french one i don't think it was french but it was no it was like they were like jewish there's jewish french people (laughs) yeah yeah but it wasn't french (laughs) sure sure okay okay (laughs) portrait of a woman for no that movie was good i have seen portrait of a lady on fire that one was good that was good that was hot um that one played a con artist or a pirate or both pim Mm-hmm. I'm going to say con artist. 
They said it couldn't happen, but Irene is on the board. Wow. Yeah. A point. <clears throat> thank you. A point. Thank you. Thank you all. Yep. She uh, she looked good in a, in a frock coat in The Favorite. She awakened bisexuals in The Mummy. Uh, she has two con artist roles under her belt. No piracy so far. Uh, number four, Paul Newman. Uh, con artist. Stabs. Con artist indeed. He was in The Sting, but he has mm-hmm. never been a pirate. Uh, another point for you. All right, Taika Waititi. Uh, I know who this is. I'm mm-hmm. going over the roles uh, in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, I know he played uh, Adolf Hitler, which is not one of the things. I mean, some would say he's a pirate. <laughs> you really? Uh, do you say who, that, who Irene? Who would say that, Irene? <laughs> who in the world would ever say? <laughs> hey, I'm trying to add some goose to this. Since yeah. I can't get these answers right, I'm trying to make some funnies, all right? <laughs> Let me have this. You know what? Irene, you're absolutely right. He did play a pirate. He uh, plays Blackbeard on this show, Our Flag Means Death. Wow. So there you go. Uh, does that count? Does that count? It does count. You get a point. Okay. Uh, number seven, Will Smith. <laughs> Um, I will. I will say. Con- oh, go ahead. Oh, Pam. Irene. Buzz I Pam. was gonna say only con artist. Only con artist. Oh my God! Somebody's waking up. Woo! Uh, he played a con artist in the movie Focus with Margot mm-hmm. Robbie. Um. All right, Gina Davis. This is that. This is like an older actor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that sound that you just heard was me throwing my pen on the table. That's an older actor. Gina Davis. I know you're young, John Marco, but get the fuck out of here. Uh, Is that an older actor? Gina Davis. You know Gina Davis? (laughs) What was she, like in Citizen Kane or something? I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess. I think you should dock him points for this, by the way. I should. I should dock him up to 16 points for that. She was in one of those early talkies. Uh, I'm going to guess, I'm going to say Stabs, con artist. The answer is, in fact, both. She played a pirate in Cutthroat Island, which came out like in the 90s sometime. It wasn't that long ago. You were alive. Don't fuck with me. And uh, she was a bank robber slash con artist in Quick Change, which... What are these movies? I've never heard of... They're real movies, John Marco. God damn it. All right. Finally, Tim Curry. Uh, uh, stabs. Mm-hmm. I'll say pi- he's got to have played a pirate at some point. So I'll go with pirate. Incorrect. Irene to steal. And I f- forgot to mention that this is a 13 point question. What? Con artist. Did he gotta play say con a artist. con artist or con both? Con artist. Or both. Con artist. Or both. Okay. So the answer is both. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, I was going with Connors, but you really seem like uh, you're making it both? seem like the answer is both. both? So, both? so I guess it's both. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it is both. <laughs> it's both. Tim Curry played Long John Silver in Muppet Treasure Island, and uh, and he was Rooster in the 1982 film version of Annie. Don't. Act like you haven't seen both of those movies multiple times. John Marco Ceresi, I know you well enough. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's our game. And it's a tie. 13 points apiece. No, 16 points apiece. What the For fuck? Irene and John Marco. 
great come from behind uh, workmanship there. It's really incredible. <laughs> really incredible comeback. Uh, they they said it wasn't possible, but really, truly, anything can happen here on Troubled Waters. You know. Uh, congratulations to you both. It is now time for plugs. Let us know what you're working on, and then to offset that ego karma, tell us something someone else has done that you want the world to know about. Irene, we'll start with you. Um, I would love to plug my new album that's out now. It's called We're mm-hmm. Done Now. You can get it on wherever you get albums. Um, you yeah. can just see me on tour also, and. Uh, Plug is, uh, wow, John Marco, hilarious comic, great knowledge of movies, and oh not older actors, apparently. Yeah. No. Not even, like, kind of middle-aged. Yeah. <laughs> she was in a fucking a league of their own, guys. Um, so, plugging just the concept of John Marco Ceresi. Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, and okay. his comedy. John Marco, what, Thank you. Yeah, I do, too. What you got? Wait, when is this coming out? April 1st. Oh, April 1st. You can see me tonight and tomorrow headlining Helium, Indianapolis. Uh, if, if you're there, check it out. I uh, I also have my podcast, The Downside, with Joe Marco mm-hmm. Uh Great. Please check it out. And, mm-hmm. uh, uh, well, God, I, of course, uh, I listened to Irene's album. I got, I got to do a, a, a plug back for Irene. Um, you don't I, need to do that. I, well, well, you should. You should listen to that album. I also, uh, a friend, Katie Hannigan, who just did my podcast, has an mm-hmm. album out uh, too called, uh, I think it's called Feeling of Emptiness. And we can all relate to that. So listen to Katie Hannigan's album, now available on, on anywhere you listen to comedy. Thank you so much. I am Dave Holmes. My uh, limited run podcast, Waiting for Impact, a Dave Holmes Passion Project, is all out now. Listen to all 10 episodes in one day if you feel like it. And I would like to plug um, uh, a couple great young comedians named Irene Tu and John Marco Ceresi. They're, they are competitors. They are comedians. They have, uh, in some cases, an in-unit washer and dryer. Uh, they look great in a tank top. And, and they were hella good Troubled Waters contestants. Guys, thank you so much. John Marcus Horacey, Irene too. thank you for playing Troubled Waters. You there with the headphones, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time on Troubled Waters. Uh, bye You've been listening to Troubled Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing with John Marcos Horacey. Make a noise. Hello. <gasps> Irene too. Woo! Yeah, our theme music is USA versus White Noise by Lady Tron. Thank you to them for letting us use it. Uh, the script was written by Riley Silverman and John Luke Roberts, and our producers are Laura Swisher and Christian Duenas. Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! And April Fool's, we were kidding. None of this happened. All right, bye. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.